This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. The conversation went something like this. I had referred to the Lord's Church, just like that, the Lord's Church, to which she responded, well, it depends on which church you're referring to. That's what I love about the Lord's Church. Everyone can find their own people, and everyone can choose the worship that they prefer. Now, there were more specifics leading up to that comment, but that statement is pretty much what made my brain freeze and started me thinking about walls. Now, when I bring up the subject of walls in the context of Scripture, I assume that you might think about, I don't know, Jericho and God's people who, through their obedience, marching around the walls, as God had commanded, God brought them the victory at the hands of Joshua and our Savior, the captain of the Lord's army. Joshua chapters 5 and 6. But those are not the walls that I'm referring to. It's the other walls. Nehemiah's walls that I thought of. Now you'll recall that Nehemiah was the cupbearer for King Artaxerxes. And Nehemiah grieved when he heard that the walls of Jerusalem and the gates were broken down and burned. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3. And so he became the one chosen by God to rebuild the walls. That wasn't easy. And it took years. It took, it took dedication. It took, you know, fighting temptation, discouragement to stop and being physically threatened. It took them rebuilding the walls with a sword in one hand and a tool in the other. But they did it because they needed the walls. And it seemed good. Nehemiah chapter 6. And so after it was over, they read the book of the Lord, and that must have been, you know, a glorious sight. Verses 5 and 6 of Nehemiah chapter 8 says that Ezra the priest opened the book, and all the people stood up. And what it was, it was read that the people answered, Amen, Amen. And the people bowed their heads, and they worshipped. And it seemed so good until they started looking inside the walls. And after they looked inside the walls, they found that the people had chosen their own community, had chosen their own people, and had chosen the worship that they preferred. You see, the priests had intermarried with the people of the land, those who worshipped Balaam, those who God said not to marry. Deuteronomy chapter 7. God told them to keep the line of the Levites pure. Leviticus chapter 1. It wasn't their choice. God said there's a wall. But they had torn down that wall. So, Nehemiah built that wall too. And Nehemiah reminded them of their place, their position, and the holiness of serving the Almighty God. Nehemiah chapter 13. He reminded them the importance of God's worship and the sanctification of God's people and that they are not ours to define. Those are not ours to determine. And that's important. And I know that because of the walls of Nehemiah built. Because when I talk about walls, you might think of Jericho and you, you might think of Joshua or you might even think of Nehemiah. Because we think about Nehemiah and the walls and that he built. But what's so interesting and what's so important to remember 
Is it those walls that he built? That's not what Nehemiah wanted to be remembered for. It wasn't the walls. It's what the walls were protecting. It was what was inside the walls. God's worship that he wanted to be remembered for. Just listen to the final words of the book of Nehemiah, chapter 13, verses 30 and 31. Nehemiah says to God, Thus I cleanse them of every pagan. I also assign duties to the priests and to the Levites, each to his service, and to bringing the wood offering and the first fruits at the appointed times. Remember me, O my God, for good. Now I sat there in that crowded room, surrounded by people professing to be faithful and strong members of the Lord's church. I sat there at that table, all eyes focused on me as they waited for my reaction, my answer. They waited for my reaction after her response. Everyone can find their own people. Everyone can choose their own worship. As if the walls don't matter. As if what's inside the walls is a matter of preference. It is a matter of familiarity or comfort or community. As if it's a matter of choice. Or maybe even as if there are no walls. But there are. If not, I'm not sure if she or the others realized there have always been walls built to protect and preserve God's worship, God's people, God's church. There have been those appointed to protect God's people to serve as watchmen, to stand on the walls. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 6 and 7. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. And even today, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Those are elders standing on the walls, watching, protecting outside and in. And that's why I thought of the choice Nehemiah made to confront a nation of people who chose not to listen to God, to not obey, as if it was their choice, as if God didn't care. And in that moment, I thought about the choice my Savior made to listen to God because God cares and because he chose me. He chose you. And I said to them, the only church I am interested in being a part of is the one who was bought by the blood of my Savior. I'm not choosing to worship with my people. I choose to worship with his. And I hope like Nehemiah, and and each time you and I make that choice, we are confident that God remembers us for it. I'm not saying the choice is easy. It wasn't for Nehemiah. But honestly, the choice isn't complicated. There are walls. The choice may not be complicated, but it is important. And it is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.